Live from Southern California. California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Slightly Serious Show. It is Thursday, July 28th, 2021. Another day, another Wednesday, day. hump day. Oh, Wednesday. Why do I keep thinking Thursday? I guess I wish it was already Thursday. What the hell? It must be the drugs that the doctors prescribed me today. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. But anyways, yes, I got my uh, another consultation with my primary medical doctor today. No, we did not talk about, well, we did talk about uh, the vaccine. But anyways, that's another another story for another day. Anyways, uh, he prescribed me some antibiotics, even though he doesn't think I have any type of, uh, I don't know. Uh, he, th- he, he maintains that I have like a viral, viral infection. But I'm like, Doc, it's been like two to three weeks. I mean, come on. But anyways, he's like, well, here, I'll prescribe you five days worth of antibiotics and we'll see what happens. So anyways, I, I got those, uh, went into the office for a couple of hours and uh, took care of some business into the month. You know, got to pay, got to make some money to pay off the rent. And uh, all that. So it's been a pretty decent day. Not too, not too, nothing earth shattering in the news world today, in my opinion. But uh, of course, I always have something for you guys. And, uh, you know, today is a so a very special lady's birthday who's, I don't know, she mm-hmm. might be drinking tequila for all I know. I don't know where the hell she is. And uh, so anyways, we'll wait a little bit. To, I guess we'll put that on hold uh, for her to see if she says she's going to walk in. And uh, maybe she'll, uh, maybe we'll all have a shot together. We missed her at the old man show this morning. Yeah, she, uh, apparently she's been partying the last couple of days there, producer Eric. So she said so she might have had a hangover. Well, I'm not one to say anything, but <laughs> you, I think if you know Lady Me, you kind of know the answer. <laughs> Anyways, uh, how are you doing today, Mr. Eric? I'm doing really good, um, as usual. Um, same old, same old. Oh, very good. And uh, Perk, are you uh, on there with us? Howdy, oh, howdy. I'm here. I'm doing good. How are you doing out in sunny Southern oh, California? Oh, my God. It's like hot. It's like 91 degrees out here. Yeah. We had you beat, though. Eastern Tennessee was 95. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. 93 here in Georgia. Oh, yeah. That's 90s everywhere. It must be the global warming. You know, you know, we need to go look for those uh, pigs, those wild pigs. That That's we're right. About. It's all those damn pigs digging up dirt. Yeah, in case you missed the show last night, uh, and shame on you if you did, but uh, you know we announced uh, how there was a study done that uh, wild pigs generate the same type of carbon emissions as one million vehicles. So, yeah. And it's not by farting, it's by digging up dirt. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that, all that means, folks, make sure you go out and buy more bacon and get rid of the problem. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, yes, and uh, Parrot, you said uh, just what? Just a shot? Yeah, probably even a shot or five or ten or twenty. I don't know. I was asking her earlier about, uh, hey, when, when's this party we're going to have? And uh, apparently, we're we're postponing the a, a, a get together uh, due to the uh, increase of COVID nineteen cases here in California. Probably a good idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially with her luck. I mean, my gosh, it seems like you know every time she goes to Las Vegas, she comes. We always know she comes back with money because she's the luckiest gal I know. But she always brings back something else, and uh, she needs. To, I think she needs to pay more attention to the people that stay that uh, have the quote of you know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Exactly, take that to heart. Quit bringing she, it back. She hasn't been following that very w- well lately. 
And uh, so we'll see what happens. But uh, hopefully uh, she's enjoying her birthday. I spoke with her earlier this afternoon, wished her a happy birthday. And uh, I know her; she has her daughter in town and stuff like that. So she'll, she might be preoccupied. But regardless, if she, whether or not she shows up, we have a little something for her. And uh, I also have something for her when I see her in person, too. <laughs> yeah, no, not that. Come on. Anywho, um, uh, oh, Jeremy says we're at 130 new COVID cases in the past 14 days, apparently. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, I know she was saying uh, how she was uh, off on the weekend. She came back in and uh, the numbers had increased quite a bit. And uh, good to see you over on the uh, D-Live portion of things there, Spanky and uh, Scooter and Bella and all that. I'm and- issuing Rocket to the Moon challenges to them if they were seeing that. Oh, Rocket to the Moon, oh, yeah. We like Rocket to the Moon challenges. And, uh, you know, every once in a while, uh, last night after the show, after we, we wrap things up on uh, Poppy, we, we uh, go and have, what is it? They're called GIFs, right? G-I-F-S? G-I-F-S. They're, they're like, they're animated pictures. Yeah, they're little animated pictures. And uh, part we wanted to, uh, if you could put in a dancing monkey three times in a row without being interrupted, uh, you could make me do something and he actually had no fun on that. But be careful what you wish for the night, Perp, because like I said, it is 91 degrees here. <laughs> so, I don't want to see flesh. Yeah, no, no, no. That's, uh, you know, there's a, there's a reason why the camera is like from the stomach up. <laughs> you practicing to be in judge again, huh? Oh, you know, you know, Big Sexy's out to dinner with some friends and all. So I kind of have free reign of the house. Oh, so boy. It, it's all, you know, there's nothing off limits, if you know what I mean. Anywho, and uh, also last night after the show, I was working on a, a, a couple things for our show, uh, even uh, uh, something that producer Eric nor Perwit. Oh, yeah, shine bright like a diamond. Thanks for the diamond there over on the D-Live, uh, Mr. VP. Good to see you over there. But, yeah, we're working on a couple things uh, for the show, uh, additions to the show, because, you know, everybody has been emailing me. Oh, this is not, you know, this is also serious now. So we're, we're making adjustments. We're trying to, uh, you know, get it back to where we have a little bit more fun. Not as much fun as, you know, Lady Me would like to have. But, you know, that's like X-rated almost. But anyways, um, let's get to uh, what the hell's going on. And uh, we'll wait uh, for Lady of the Me to show up and uh, go from there. Uh, the first story I have, and actually I think uh, this was brought to me yesterday. We didn't have much time to get to but uh apparently you know um the the pillow guy uh who you know if you take a closer look at uh, mike lindell right um i've never tried his pillows but the dude looks like all haggard maybe he needs to go to sleep train or something like that or or get a better mattress uh because he does not look like he's been getting a good night's sleep uh not saying that it's his pillows but uh anyways Mike Lindell uh, basically had uh, come out the other day. I believe it was yesterday. And uh, basically, he was talking to Steve Bannon and saying that uh, this upcoming August 10th through the 12th, uh, he's going to be holding a cyber, quote unquote, cyber symposium in South Dakota. Um, and during that time, he says he's claiming that a, he will have information that he's going to release. That's going to force the resignations of President Biden and Kamala Harris. And then he says that's when President Donald Trump will be reinstated. Um, Pert, Eric, mm-hmm. first to our show, 
Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I was under the impression that Mike Lindell is a recovering uh, addict. I mean, making statements like this, regardless, I don't care if he's got like hardcore data that suggests that there was uh, fraud. Uh, if, if the president and the vice president resigned, that does not mean that, uh, you know, former President Trump is going to take over. So why is he exactly. doing that crap? My commentary you know, they, on that story is. <laughs> what's that? I said my commentary on that story is. <laughs> I think they seem to be forgetting that um, that the third in line to the presidency after the president and vice president is the House Speaker. and And I think we know who the House Speaker is. Oh, yeah. You mean that one that's gathering up uh, all of the uh, senators that uh, are totally against Donald Trump to investigate what happened on January 6th, that one? Oh, yeah. Um, And, you know, the one, you know, who can go to the hairdresser when the hairdresser is not supposed to be cutting hair during the pandemic or or, you know, gobbling up ice cream in front of millions of people are are my favorite um, is when um, she was House Speaker the last time um, when Obamacare was passed. We've got to pass it so we can read what's in it. But Eric, it's Princess Pelosi. Don't you know? What is it? Pa- Papa Pelosa Pelosi. How about that? Something like that. Anyways, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I wonder, she, she probably also has a uh, big stock of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Who uh, mm-hmm. I don't have a story of that, but Ben and Jerry's has been in the news lately. And yes, uh, Scooter over on DLive is also making sure that we announce that Mr. Pillowman himself is offering $5 million to anyone that can refute the evidence that he comes out with. I thought Scooter was talking about refuting your evidence. You were offering $5 million. <laughs> Yeah, I'll offer $5 million of taxpayer money anytime. I mean, <laughs> that's only a couple of days worth of uh, money that we would have to withhold from the migrant children. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. I, 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 I am interested to see what quote unquote evidence he has. But I mean, how is it that he could come up? My question is this, I guess. How is it that someone like him has all this evidence, but nobody else on him in the United States can act, you know, has a clue? Because he's got the connections. Who the hell does he have the connections to? The only connections he's ever had in his life is to drug dealers. Cummings. Oh, yeah, that's uh, don't get Cummings worked up. He's he's (laughs) working very hard to kind of tame himself down. But, yeah, they, they might be neighbors, actually. I don't know. Never know. Uh, uh, the only thing I know for a fact is, uh, Mike, you need to come up. Maybe that's his next venture. Instead of selling pillows, the way he looks, start working on a new mattress because you look like shit, dude. Yeah, he looks a little haggard there, doesn't he? He does. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, he does. Have, he does have good pillows. Maybe he needs to use them. Have you tried his pillows? I want. I want to. Oh, yeah. I want to know from our listeners if you've had uh, a my pillow. If you or even if you've been to somebody's house and have slept with a my pillow. Put a one in chat. If you've never tried my pillow or don't even give a shit about my pillow, put a two in chat. I'm, I'm just curious. Purse had it? Okay. Wow. Yeah, but it, I had to borrow it. It's honeybees. She didn't buy me one. Really? Yeah. What is, I have a miniature travel pillow. Oh, there you go. Um, so I see a couple ones. Um, uh, anybody else? I mean, stop looking at porn and put a one or two in the chat, for God's sakes. Unbelievable. <laughs> Two. Okay. I was going to say, Mike, three was not an option. Prescott Bob says one. Everybody says, so I guess it must be, you know, maybe it's because I'm from California. I don't own a My Pillow. Scooter's got one over on uh, D Live, too. 
Oh, D-Live, D Scooter. Yeah, we have uh, Goose says zero. So, yeah, I, I kind of sums Goose it up. put up a big old goose egg. He's got a goose egg. <laughs> well, I don't know. And so for, for those of you that have had a MyPillow, what's your experience? Is it the best pillow ever? It's what about you, Kurt? What are, actually, does Honeybee really like it? She loves it. I mean, I, I, I don't know it's the best ever, but it's good. Hmm, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe for Christmas we'll send uh, we'll send Honeybee a uh, pillow from uh, Sleep Number, and we'll have a comparison. She would try it. Yeah, I, I'm interested. Anyways, uh, hopefully he sells more pillows uh, so he can afford more combs, and uh, we wish Mike the best of luck, and we'll see what he has. I can't wait to see what he uncovers well, in August in his cyber symposium. But you, you know, slightly, what happened to his uh, social media network that he was starting? You don't hear much about it, do you? Uh, you don't hear a damn thing about it. Yeah, I haven't really. I think it's probably going to be broadcast only on that network too. Probably. I don't know if you. I don't think you have to be there live in person to to listen to what he has to say. I think you, you're going to be able to go to his. Uh, I don't know his network. I guess isn't that a podcast? A podcast or network? I don't know what they're calling it. Honestly, I mean, the only thing I've heard is that, like, you know, unless you're a big name, uh, you have no shot of being over there. Oh, I didn't hear that. Right. But I thought it was going to be more of a social media platform like what we've seen on these others. Uh, but evidently, that's not the case, huh? Yeah, not from what I've seen so far. So I'm not sure. Scooter and D-Live says the Mexican cartel and Lindell may or may not be connected. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, that could be maybe back in the day. And who knows? Maybe even still to this day. Beans is the man. That is for sure. Oh, here we go with the word yeet. Yeah, yeet back to you, Mike. You know, I've been told that I'm kind of old to be uh, utilizing the word yeet. I don't know. Maybe you guys can uh, tell me. Well, I um, think he needs to join us over on D-Live, too. Yay or nay. Who's that? Mike? Mike is over there. Mike Lindell? Um, I mean, I mean <laughs> no. Um, oh. I meant Chris Unplugged. If, if he's in the Podbean chat, I'm, I'm not paying attention to it because I'm filling out like the chats on the video stream. Gotcha. Chris Unplugged has been commenting down here in Podbean. You're talking about he needs to go on D-Live? Yeah. I mean, hey, it, it's fun over there. I mean, Scooter from Beans and Weenies is over there, along with Mike Tampa Bay and BP and you and Honeybee and Jess Duck. I mean, right. or... So, Eric, are you saying that Chris Unplugged is playing in the wrong sandbox? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I would say, but you know, broaden your horizons. There you go. You, you, you sell there's a lot of toys over there, Chris. Oh. <laughs> you too, Mr. Hey, T. Um, hey, you, you know, you, you can even do the rocket to the moon challenge. Hey, you, you have a lot of choices of options. Over I there. can do that here, that too. Is, that you can. Uh, D Live, uh, Maverick says, what the hell is yeet? Mike, uh, Mike Tampa Bay, Mike, uh, can you explain to Maverick what <laughs> yeet is? We, we don't have enough time in the show to go over that. I mean, we, we, if you, if, we have like, uh, what, top 10 uh, new phrases that the youngins are using these days. What are they calling the youngins these days? Generation Z or I don't know what the hell they're Goofy. Calling. Goofy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So um, another story that came to uh, brought to my attention is uh, migrant children coronavirus outbreak. This is uh, a uh, article by Fox News and whistleblowers are saying that they were told to downplay infections at Fort Bliss. And this comes from two quote-unquote, career federal civil servants who've been working down there in Texas. And uh, basically, uh, they've become whistleblowers who serve as volunteer detailees at Fort Bliss Emergency Intake Site from April 
of this year to through June. And they quote unquote say COVID was widespread among children, eventually spread to many employees. Hundreds of children contracted contracted COVID in the overcrowded conditions, the complaint says. Adequate masks were not were not consistently provided to children, nor was their use consistently enforced. And the article goes on to say that, quote, regularly when detailees reached the end of their term, a sheet was passed around with detailed instructions from a Homeland Human Health Services Public Affairs Office on how, when asked, to make everything sound positive about the Fort Bliss experience and to play down anything negative. Well, hey, look who walked in. It's uh, Mr. It's Mr. Big Sexy. So. In saying this, right, there's no documents that they uh, have come forward with. And I'm all about, like I, like I said last night in our show last night, uh, where's, where's the transparency in all of this? Um, you know, if they're saying that these people, before they left, received detailed instructions, well, you know, it sounds like it was like a sheet of paper, right? So why, why can't you come forward with the, the paperwork uh, of what you're trying to describe? The complaint also said, quote, every effort was made to downplay the degree of COVID infection at the site, and the size of the outbreak was deliberately kept under wraps. And uh, at a town hall uh, meeting with detailees, uh, the U.S. Public Health Service manager was asked and refused to say, quote, how many were infected because, this is his words, if that graph of infections is going to the Washington Post every day, it's the only thing we'll be dealing with and politics will take over. Perception will take over, and we're about reality, not perception. <laughs> really? So we're about reality. Well, reality is show us the damn statistics. Show us the numbers. That's reality. Reality is our ass is being flooded right now. It, it is. I mean, why, why do we hide? Why, why are we allowing government officials to hide statistics? It makes no sense to me. I mean, it's just like I told you last night, back in October when there was over 22 known potential side effects of vaccines. You haven't heard of that. I guarantee you 99% of Americans have not heard about that at, even at all up to this year when the government and the FDA already knew about it. So why can't we have the statistics of how many of these immigrants are COVID positive? It, it makes no sense to me. Um, the, the manager also said that, quote, the manager said N95 masks were unnecessary for the infected. So they were, they weren't giving these, uh, infected immigrants N95 masks. And even though the, the, uh, uninfected detailees were working with infected children. So you have infected children with Americans trying to work with them and they're not providing the necessary equipment to prevent Americans from getting COVID nineteen. How how how's that? That's pretty that's pretty cool, right? And we allow this to happen. I mean, how we allow we allow the illegal immigrants to cross without worrying about if they're infected with COVID. We don't, you know, it's like a free. There's no border. I mean, I heard over today those over seven thousand of them and down in Texas were arrested, and and that's not even speaking about how many people got away without being detained. And a thousand, you know, there, there's uh, people coming forward saying how, you know, they're catching and releasing. Nobody's showing up to the court dates, of course. But uh, 
Well, even if they just wanted to feign a slight resemblance to caring, they would be passing out mask and hand sanitizer to everyone who came over. But they're not even bothering doing that. Well, number one part, even if we were so caring as to wanting to do that, do you think we have enough supplies for as many that are coming over every day? I mean, that's oh. a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, I think we have the supplies. I just think that the administration doesn't have the will. Or do the want to, rather. Is it ignorance by the administration? Or do they, they're like, yeah, whatever, just let them in. It's better for us in the long term anyways. I mean, I think we kind of all realize or agree that everyone that comes over is an added vote for them at the next election. Right. So, I mean, you know, maybe they're just looking at it. Hey, if, if we let them all through and 5% perish, we still got 95% of them that came through that's a vote in our pocket. I don't know. I know that's morbid thinking, but hey, it's politics and that's the way politics is. A scooter over on DLive says COVID is only in the United States per Biden. And it's just the unvaccinated. Illegal aliens are immune. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. And I really think, I mean, with as they come in, I mean, it's not like they're all staying in Texas. They're getting shipped all across the country. They're spread out through every community and every neighborhood across the country. And, you know, uh, who's to say, you know, they want to blame the unvaccinated. Why? Why? It, that would just be like us just pointing to, you know what? It's not the unvaccinated. It's all the illegal immigrants that are coming into our country. I mean, right now, in from my perspective, I think that's just as a valid argument as what they're trying to spew. And, and either way, they're not going to come out and show you statistics about it. I mean, has anybody, and, and I would love to hear them, I would love to hear the statistics of how many people that are contracting COVID right now have already been vaccinated. Why are why isn't there percentages of that? Oh, where did I see uh, five thousand some people is who they had on the list? But I can't remember if that was deaths among vaccinated. I think it was deaths among vaccinated. Maybe. Gosh, I can't. Yeah, I'm not it was sure. An article I just glanced at. Well, and of course, uh, like uh, Goose says, they don't want you to know. That's the that's the whole thing. If you, if they come out with statistics. It ruins, it ruins basically what their talking points are. And I mean, I think that it, there's a story that, that I have coming up uh, to where, you know, either it, it's either the CDC or FDA or someone is saying that even if you put everybody into a crowded room and all of them were vaccinated, someone still can and has contracted COVID-19, which I find very interesting. Because if everyone's vaccinated and nobody has COVID, how the hell are they catching it? But we'll get to that story a little bit later. Anywho, um, let's see, uh, uh, Goose, they are controlling everything. Yes, that's, well, that's their, that's their main goal, I think. I really think, no matter if you're on the left or the right, I mean, you have some really great politicians. Uh, you know, the first one that comes to my mind is Governor DeSantis basically dictating what he's not willing to do and what uh, his state is not willing to do, no matter what the federal government has to say, which will be very interesting because uh, the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, was asked in a TV interview on Wednesday about whether the United States would ever mandate a European-style, quote-unquote, health pass. Uh, apparently, you know, the people over in Europe, uh, 
basically you have to have, I mean, let's, let's call it what it is, a, a vaccine passport uh, to enter places or to go to certain venues and, and whatnot. And uh, Walensky's, I don't know, Walensky's uh, answer to me is kind of, kind of leery. And uh, Walensky responded by saying, quote, that may well, that may very well be a path forward. How do you guys feel about that? Even, even, even the, you know, with, do you think, do you think that has any substance? Is the CDC director going to get on uh, the Biden administration and say, hey, we need to implement uh, vaccine passports there, Prez? Mm. And and if so, how are the American people going to handle that? It's a scary thought. And, uh, you're going to have at least half of them that aren't going to handle it very well. And what, ha- and what happens, uh, you know, cause obviously we know governor DeSantis, he's going to be uh, putting the middle finger up to the administration. He's like, uh, you can go to hell cause that's never going to happen in my state of Florida, in the state of Florida. Yep. Uh, th- then what happens? Does the, does the administration pull funding uh, from DeSantis in the state of Florida? I don't does know. It- I mean, that would be one threatening tactic they could utilize, but I don't, I've always thought, and I still believe that DeSantis probably has the biggest set of cojones out of any of the governors out there as far as standing up against what's uh, what's wrong and standing up for the people in his state. So they can threaten it, but I don't know that they would actually do it. Have, have they ever really technically slightly pulled funding from any state, even though they've threatened? Uh, I think for a short period of time they did in California when Trump was, he dangled some money, but it eventually, you know, relatively quickly changed. Yeah. So I I don't know that it would matter if they even threaten that to him. He may just give him the big, you know, big tall boy and say, we're good. Yeah. That uh, I'm I'm looking for a story on that. What do you think, uh, producer Eric? Uh, Do you think uh, it would go over well with American citizens if uh, they were to, you know, federally mandated quote unquote health pass? Um, honestly, I would think um, that this would be a state issue. Um, so, I mean, I certainly couldn't see it well going in, going well in certain states as it probably would in some other state. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and I think oh. you're right. It, it would become a state's issue, I think, but and it, which worries me even more, even though I think we're totally safe here in California, at least in, through September. Because, you know, right now there's no mandate for uh, face masks right now in California. And slightly, if that comes about, then what happens? I mean, you're going to have possibly one state denying another state's vaccine card. (sighs) It could be, hey, we don't we don't trust that vaccine. You need this vaccine. Sorry, you can't come over. But here's the question I have, right? And, and in order for them to have a health pass or a vaccine, um, I don't know, passport. Now, if you're going to have that, doesn't that mean you're going to have to have a database of everybody? And how is that going to, how is that complying with, you know, uh, constitutional rights and rights of privacy, especially with your medical, uh, your medical history? There's no privacy with Democrats. Yeah, well, there's no borders either, but <laughs> that's right. There's no nothing. Oh, wait, wait, there is. There's racism with Democrats. That's about yeah, there's it. There's no nothing between the ears. Yeah. Well, yeah, their leader is a prime example of that. And uh, I, I had another story that kind of follows up with this. There is a uh, restaurant in California, and I'm not I'm not bringing it up because I support it, but I 
found I find that it's very uh, very interesting. This restaurant is only serving unvaccinated patrons. <laughs> been vaccinated, they will not yeah. serve you, and you are not welcome. I saw the headline. That's as far as I got on that one. I thought that was funny. I haven't read it. I I personally think it's a very very bad business decision. To be honest with you, I mean, why why suffer consequences? Why get so political about it when you know? I mean, yeah, you made the what headlines on a couple of newspapers here and there uh, for being in a democratic state, but you're kind of fucking yourself, in my opinion. But I thought that was quite weird. So anyways, we'll stay on top of that. We'll see what Biden says about that. Uh, I, I, I really hope that there doesn't become a, a freaking health, what, a vaccine passport or whatnot. Uh, I still believe that you have an option. You have the freedom in this country to decide what you put in your body and what you don't want in your body. And uh, I, I will go to my grave believing that. Uh, at the same time, uh, if they give you the option of doing a COVID test uh, in lieu of the vaccination, I think that's acceptable. But who knows in these weird times how things will go. We're going to take our first time out of the night. You're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Wednesday. You've been listening to The Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. <sighs> Welcome back. Um, there was a story I, uh, I I briefly glanced over yesterday, and it has to do with a an Arizona GOP official who uh, basically was did an interview with Brett Bayer, and I was very shocked. I don't know why the hell he's coming out and saying this. I mean, I think uh, basically he's tearing into the state's election recount, saying that quote it was not a stolen election. And uh, this comes from Fox News. And uh, basically, uh, an Arizona GOP official tore into Maricopa County election audit on Monday, saying the claims of voter fraud that prompted the recount were baseless and likening the situation to a, quote, borderline dystopia. Arizona in April began auditing presidential election results, um, which Biden won by 45,000. Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richard told Fox News on Monday that the continued claims of election fraud in the county by Trump and his associates were, quote, false. Even though he would have liked them to win, they did not, he said. He said, quote, I'm a Republican as I'm as Republican as they come. There's a lot I'd be willing to do for a Republican nominee for president, but lie about the election is not one of those things. Uh, he also went on to say that it's disappointing, it's borderline dystopian, and unfortunately, when the president says something like that, it's very hard to put the genie back in the bottle. And, uh, you know, being a true Republican and all that and coming out, I mean, I, I'll give him credit for, you know, giving us his thoughts and stuff like that. But at, at, at a time like this, right, and everybody knows how I feel about what happened there, uh, to be going out and, uh, I mean, you're not doing yourself a favor. You're not doing your constituents any favors by coming out and, you know, putting your, what your voice is out there when there's an audit being conducted. Let the results speak for themselves. And, you know, I know there's a lot of, well, not a lot of, all of the Democrats are very, very weary, I guess, to put it mildly, that uh, cyber ninjas, the ones that are, re that are doing the recount, uh, apparently uh, they've allegedly never done any type of, you know, counting at all, I guess. Uh, so that's what their major issue is. But 
I, I, is he doing himself any favors by trying to come out? I mean, is he trying to seek out Democratic voters uh, in 2022 or what? I don't, I don't see what the point of him coming out and saying this is. I, I don't either. Doesn't make sense. I really don't. But yeah, Goose says he's a rhino. Yeah, probably. And like I said, he's probably just pandering to uh, those on, over on the left. That's the only thing I can think of, to be honest with you. And uh, anyways, as we all know, the woke Olympics, we need, we need to find up. Oh, hold on for a second, everybody. Somebody just entered the room. Lady me. Is, is that you, lady me? Yes. Are you there? Oh, my God. Lady me, I have something for you. Oh, yeah. Bend over, baby. That's right. How many? Oh, my God. You know how many of those we need to do? All sleep on that thing slightly. <laughs> oh my God. I, after I'm done, Lady Me, I am going to be very tired with my hands. Because that's a lot of lashings I have to give you. But here's a song for you, Lady Me. And I hope everybody enjoys it. I have uh, put, I, I searched for about an hour for this just for you today. I, I really did. And I hope you really appreciate the time I took out to find this for you. And uh, I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. So kick back, relax and enjoy. And uh, if you like, you're more than welcome to sing along as well. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Cumpleaños feliz, cumpleaños feliz, cumpleaños feliz, se lo deseamos a usted, que sea muy feliz, que sea muy feliz, que sea muy feliz, en este día de placer. Ya queremos pastel, ya queremos pastel, aunque sea un pedacito, pero queremos pastel. Ya queremos pastel, ya queremos pastel, aunque sea un pedacito, pero queremos pastel. All right. Happy 
happy damn birthday. Feliz cumpleaños de mi amor mi. Anyways, happy damn birthday. Happy 50th. And even though we haven't been able to get together to celebrate it in person, I hope you have had a fantastic birthday. So shout out to Lady Me for being a fantastic gal. Just being herself. Uh, you know, Lady Me, as you know, was, uh, used to come and contribute to us and has uh, been a big supporter of the show. So, uh, yeah. Eric? I'm, I'm still here. Oh, okay. I thought you, you had something to say. Well, I'm, I'm, well, Lady Me is more than welcome to come up on the call if she's available to. Um, you know, like, if, if she wants to <laughs> tell us how yeah. she's doing. Yeah, either that or if she wants to tell us how she feels about Trump live, it is her birthday. So we'll, give her little, we'll give her a little leeway today. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's see. Um, well, we don't have Lady Me calling in, but. Uh, oh, yeah, we do. There we go. Lady Me, happy birthday, birthday gal. We have to give it a second. It's, it's Podbean. It takes. Uh, it takes them it a while to get people connected here. Yes. I think you're on, yes. Lady Me. How are you? Yeah, how are you? I'm doing good. How's your birthday been? <laughs> it's awesome. It's good. Good times. That's good. So uh, I know uh, if you want to let everybody know how you've been doing and uh, and all that good stuff, uh, and, and you can you know let us know how you feel about Trump just to get it off your your not breast but off your chest. Fuck <laughs> Trump. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't want to. Put anybody's underwear in a bunch. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm good. Um, you know, just uh, still just, I don't know. I'm just here drinking. Drinking, having some shots. What is the shots of night? Is, are you drinking some peanut butter whiskey or what? I'm not. I'm actually drinking um, shit. Oh. Fireball. I'm drinking Fireball. Oh, Fireball. Wow. That burns the throat. My throat's already been burning in the past two weeks. So it's amazing it's because if you if you shoot fireball, it's like brushing your teeth. So if like you're kissing someone, it's like amazing. Oh, there you go. So you so you're just saying that I can shoot fireball every morning instead of brushing my teeth? Is exactly <laughs> the same thing? Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I might have to try, I might have to try that. <laughs> it was for sure save me time. That's for sure. Well, I started last night, so I started drinking last night. Woke up this morning drunk, <laughs> and I um, started again. Started oh, again. Yeah, well, good. well, make sure you have a designated driver. That's that's all we ask for. Other than that, drink to your heart's content, and just stay away from everybody. Because I'm thinking if you if you drink, and I don't know, you're the nurse here, not me. But if uh -huh. you drink uh, to intoxication, uh, is your immune system, in your opinion, lower? lowered and uh could you possibly easy you know contract COVID 19 easier and i don't know remember i told you when we all went to, went to vegas and my girlfriend was drunk the whole time and she's the only one that didn't get covid so i think it oh, helped maybe the alcohol <laughs> kills the virus that's right yeah i agree probably could robert's be. calling in um okay give me one second i think uh robert wants to uh give you a, a happy birthday really quick okay sounds amazing thank you i appreciate it Drink, drink, drink wrong. Number eight, a Delta eight. <laughs> yeah, Delta eight. Uh, Slightly has Delta eight uh, for sale at his store now. By the way, if you ever need some Delta eight, which is legalized in all across the country, because I didn't know Chris, didn't know Chris drank. I mean, Chris ate edibles. I don't know. Good for you, Chris. Anyways, uh, Robert, are you with us? Um, yeah, he, he's muted. Um, I don't even see him on the call. 
Roberto. Unmute your mic, Robert. Damn, Chris, you're getting brave. Chris, uh, Chris Unplugged, welcome. Yeah, Chris Unplugged had... Um, Sorry, there he is. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. I can hear you, Robert. Wait, it's your birthday today, me? Yes, it is, Robert, yes, it is. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> hey, Robert, can you play your happy you, birthday Robert? on the piano? Uh, good. No, I can't because it's not hooked up. Ah, oh, dang. Oh, trying to get you a live performance. Mate. Oh, damn. Just oh, like Vegas. I, I could probably... Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. But I mean, I wish Allie could play it. But Allie and my 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 daughters, my daughter. Oh, what happened? We lost Lady Me. I don't know if I told you guys, but my son and my ex husband came down with COVID. So, mm-hmm. and my ex husband's really, really sick. You guys. Really, really sick. Thanks for the honey. Yeah, we we uh, I kind of I didn't really well, do, I I let people know that uh, someone close to you was uh, not doing very well. Uh, I didn't disclose who it was, but yeah. Um, oh yeah, and we acknowledged it on the old man's podcast this morning too. Oh, thank you. And we're keeping in prayers. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, he's um having a rough time, but I mean he's young, so hopefully he turns around soon. But it's kind of scary. So, but, you know, he's the father of my seven kids, so it's kind of tough. So I, I wanted to um, bring up something that you pointed out earlier in the chat while, you know, the mariachi was playing uh, happy birthday to you. If you talk about Trump, I'm leaving, I swear no, to God. No, no, we're talking about the mariachi. You said you're not you're not Mexican, you're not Hispanic? No, I'm not Mexican. I thought you had some in you. <laughs> I've got lots of Mexican in you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, of course yeah. I am. My dad was born in Mexico City, nut. Oh, oh, it's a I joke. Was, uh, it, it was, was a joke. It was a joke. And I got two toes that are Puerto Rican, so don't make the Puerto Rican come. Wait, come oh. you say you have two toes that are Puerto Rican? <laughs> I have about two toes worth of yeah, Puerto Rican. Me? Like, how does that are you, work? Have, are you are you insinuating me that you have a foot fetish? <laughs> oh god that's a whole different show come on we'll talk about that later <laughs> all right you guys uh, i love uh, you Thank robert you, you had one quick thing for me before she heads out yeah how can you have two toes part of your body be some other kind of uh thing and the rest of you next i got an answer for you i have an answer for you robert coronavirus <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> i was just gonna say robert if you ever have you ever watched any of the Housewives of series on Bravo? Because all of that's all fake, different parts. <laughs> no, I don't have cable. I don't have cable service anymore. It got too expensive, so I got rid of that. Yeah. So I'll have to watch it online oh, if I can see? find it. James, there's Filthy Breakfast. I told Filthy you breakfast. about. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to get together and talk Filthy Breakfast because uh, me, Lady Me and I were talking earlier today and how I have not been to a sporting event, even though we have season tickets to the Padres, so I need to unload them so that I don't waste them. So if you're in I'm trying to hook you up, Filthy, so you can go see a Padres game, even though they suck, but we're going to let you go see I'll, them. I'll let that, I'll let that yeah. slide, and uh, uh, I'll give you <laughs> birthday, and uh, when I see you in person, I'll give you the rest of your lashings. So. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> good night, right, lady. Thank, Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. All right. That Bye. was birthday girl, lady me, folks. Yeah. Uh, going back to the fireball. Lots of fireballs. She likes fireballs. 
anywho, um, Robert, I'm going to let uh, bring you take you back down. I appreciate you calling in, and uh, I'm going to finish up our news, and uh, then we'll kind of open it back up uh, for more callers and all that good stuff. But thanks for calling in to wish Lady Me a happy birthday, my friend. All right, so where were we? Oh, we were t- we were talking about the uh, woke the woke Olympics, right? Now, um, one in chat, if you've been watching any, if you've watched any Olympics whatsoever, even if it was the opening ceremonies, two, if you have watched at least an hour's worth, or three, if you try to tune in every day. Yeah, the Woe Olympics. I'm just taking a poll because zero, yeah, so that would be number one per week. <laughs> Nothing. Yes. Zero zilch. Nada. Oh, okay. Uh, Cause I haven't even thought about watching it. So that's why I figured maybe a zero. <laughs> no, that's good. I should have said zero. That would be, that would make more sense. Prescott Bob watches about an hour a day. I just watched the women's rugby and got the strangest boner. <laughs> <laughs> now, Das, if you were to watch the weightlifting, the female weightlifting competition, and there was one person, uh, <laughs> You would see the strangest boner. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd be worried for you, my friend. Oh my goodness, it's it's comedy gold. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and from what I heard, the uh, the medals that they're giving out are like they're not as worth. They're not worth as much as they used to be because they're not like it's not really gold or something like that anymore. But anyways, the reason I bring up the Olympics, uh, obviously, as uh, probably the fewest amount of uh, viewership uh, for NBC in their Olympic games uh, in decades. Uh, you have uh, advertisers, uh, they're, they're screaming bloody murder because they're not getting the exposure they were promised by the network. And uh, from the article written by the Yahoo entertainment folks, apparently they're trying to, they're trying to appease the advertisers by inserting more and more of those of their commercials. Uh, you know, and, for example, if say uh, I don't know, McDonald's is probably no matter what they'll probably donate and give to the Olympic uh, advertisement of NBC. If they had uh, say you know subscribe to be a hundred commercials throughout the Olympics, and since the viewership is so low, instead of the hundred commercials, they're probably giving them like two or three hundred spots to make up for it. So, well, and what was it they added skateboarding, and what was the other one they added two that just. It's not Olympic Games. Yeah, what the hell is – who the hell uh, – I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, at what point is something called a sport? I think there's a lot, big debate about that kind of crap. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it, it's all started going to hell in a handbasket when they added ribbon twirling. And then definitely when they got rid of wrestling, it's like you are no longer the Olympics. Yeah, I mean, I mean, pretty soon walking your dog, you know, is going to become an Olympic sport. I mean, hell, you might as well put what is it the best uh, best in show that's uh, what, around Christmas time every year on NBC. Oh uh, I mean, yeah, Honeybee knows the name of that. Her sister watches it all the time. Westminster, yeah, the that's Westminster it. Uh, Dog and Pony Show without the ponies. Uh, <laughs> I mean, pretty soon that'll be an Olympic sport, and uh, you know, it's going to get it's kind of getting ridiculous. And, let me tell you something, though. I would there's some of those events I would rather watch dog walking than skateboard does nothing for me. Uh, that is damn exactly. sure. Now the gymnastics, I you know generally I enjoy the gymnastics, like the winter sports, the winter games I appreciate and I love a lot more than the summer sports. Uh, I love I love watching any of the water sports. Um, 
the track and field, not so much. I, I really could care less who can run and jump the fastest. I mean, I see those on a daily basis living here in California, right next to the Mexican border. So I'm not too interested in that. Uh, I thought you were going to say coming out of the CVS and TJ Maxx. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for the rest of America. <laughs> People doing oh, okay. that. I, I think I have more people running across the border than I have coming out yeah. of the CVS. Look, <laughs> Mr. T brought up a good one. That I mean, that has more of a right to be in the Olympics than damn skateboarding. A cornhole oh, game. Corn, yeah. See, now cornhole I could go for. Even even shuffleboard. Uh, shuffleboard I, I'd be <laughs> yep. enjoy watching. Uh, Scooter over on DLive says, you, next uh, Summer Olympics, they're going to have flower picking. Yeah, flower picking. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever can... Whoever can pick the nicest flower, which one, whichever one blooms the best. Anyways, um, three on three basketball. Uh, basketball is a sport. Uh, I heard uh, that was the other one added. Yeah, and that just wrapped up. I think. Right. I think uh, didn't the U.S. women uh, win that? Well, I, I say U.S. women, but I, it could be U.S. women and men. But I have as much interest in that as I do the NBA. What are there any any uh, summer Olympic games that you uh, enjoy, Pert? I I used to like watch the pole vaulting because I pole vaulted in high school, so that was always interesting to me. Some of the track events I did like, um, but that was about it. I didn't care for the other stuff in the summer so games. You used to, you used to be a pole vaulter in high school, then, right? Now. Uh-huh. What explain to explain to me and you know, this is serious. Uh, no, I'm not trying to joke around or make fun. What is it that a pole vaulter is there like a, a high that you get as far as being able to get across a certain? I mean, what is it exactly like? Just the that you're it's in the like, air. It's yes. You mean that? Oh, that you like about What's the doing adrenaline it? rush to pole vault. Oh, that, that's it. It's it's fun. It's in the air. I mean, how else are you going to get you know ten feet or more off the ground? Okay. No, I was just curious. That's just on your own power. Yeah. Well, you have the help of the stick, right? Well, you do, but it's your power that's right. doing right. it. <laughs> um, what about you, Producer Eric? Any uh, summer Olympic games that you like that you enjoy to watch? On a, uh, general, generally speaking, I think the only um, summer Olympic sports I really ever truly cared about for the longest time were like the the swimming and um, as well as the. Um, I like the gymnastics and the track field and the indoor volleyball. The beach volleyball was good too. Um, you know, and the, um, you know, like the, like the cross country running and the marathons, um, you know, and I think like those sports where like you are swimming in the water and then riding a bike and then running, whatever that's supposed to be. Um, but like in the winter Olympics, it was always like the alpine skiing and the, and the bobsledding events. And, um, my grandmother, Pat's favorite, yeah, it was none other than the figure skating. Yeah, I'm much more of a winter winter games fan myself. I I did like uh, for summer. I also like baseball. Um, and I, I'm curious. Uh, you know, what happened to uh, the NBA? Always sending all the NBA stars over for the Olympics. I mean, I know there's. Well, they still do the dream team basketball, I believe, and then they still do soccer, and and I know they also do like that that shooting too. Um, well, they're gonna get, and, the, the U S um, is going to withdraw from shooting events in, in the near future. I, I have a feeling the Biden administration is going to, why we should too. win. <laughs> We'd be great at it though. Just send all those um, people. Equestrian is another one. Equestrian. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Like the horses. Yeah, the horse. mm-hmm. um, but yeah. You know, and then rugby and golf were most recently added and baseball and softball was brought back. But then, I've even seen them like even propose doing like beach soccer. Um, 
I would be surprised if in the next few few Olympics they decided they wanted to add ballroom dancing and bowling and and like billiards where like you shoot darts. Did you say ballroom dancing? <laughs> oh my god! Just shoot me in the head with a gun already. Oh, what the um, hell uh, one, is, one, if you want that in the Olympics, too, if you don't, I'm going to probably go ahead and cast my vote now. Unbelievable, producer Eric. I don't know about them. I'm going <laughs> to say one. Anyways, um, Scooter over uh, over on DLive said uh, he's all for pole vaulting because you get to fly and that's part of track. And, and you also get to play with a long pole. <laughs> I that way. I might have gotten into track and field when I was in high school, but yeah. well, I think the most memorable track and field event I remember was 1992 Barcelona when Gail Devers, you know, got her foot caught on the hurdles and she took a a big tumble and and the first ever Greek female athlete took home a gold medal that year and um and her response was for Greece, damn it. <laughs> Valia Patuladu, I believe, was her name, if I pronounced that correctly. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I don't pay too much attention. Um, and, and the other the other reason that the NBC, they're giving the big excuse, obviously the, the biggest reason why Americans are not watching the Olympics has to do with the wokeness across our society. Nobody wants to put up with the crap, the political crap that these athletes are displaying over in Tokyo. Uh, but, you know, NBC, NBC mm-hmm. is uh, trying to blame it. Oh, well, there's no real... Great people to watch on the U.S. team. That's why nobody's watching. And there's nobody in the crowd. Who the hell watches the Olympics to see people in the crowd? I don't know. Not me. Well, um, me. I think Michael Phelps picked the right time to leave. Yeah, Michael Phelps did pick a good time to leave. I liked him. He was good. I don't care if he smoked pot or not. He was an amazing athlete. Um, yeah, Pert, next, uh, next Olympics drive-by shootings will be at it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, you're bad. Anyways, um, I have a clip for you that uh, I kind of dug up. Uh, it was a story uh, the other night on uh, the Sean Hannity show. Uh, him and Geraldo Rivera were going at it, and uh, Sean Hannity was, you know, trying to make a point to Geraldo, basically saying, um, "Yeah, you know, Pelosi and and and, and Democrats want to uh, investigate what happened on January 6th, this and that and the other." But basically trying to get Geraldo to understand a, that a riot is a riot no matter what. And if we're going to have riots, uh, excuse me, if we're going to have committees and investigation on what happened and what the cause of January 6th was all about and who was promoting it to happen, you know, in Pelosi's opinion and many Democrats' opinion, that's President Trump. Why not? Why aren't we trying to investigate all the mobs and riots that occurred last summer. And so I'm going to bring that up for you guys to view and uh, we'll listen to a couple minutes of it and uh, we'll come back and uh, we'll discuss that a little bit. Geraldo Rivera. Uh, all right, Geraldo, if Hi. they want a commission, uh, I would like I'd like questions answered. We now have videotapes showing that people prepositioned weapons around Washington, D.C., evidence that this has been planned by some people. Are they going to get that question answered? Can they answer the question is being why was the police chief, the Capitol Police chief, denied six times when he asked for assistance, both before this even began and as it was happening? Can they explain why they didn't anticipate potential problems and what role would Nancy Pelosi, the sergeant of, uh, at arms, have 
in preparing for such moments. First of all, Sean, let me say how nice it is to be back with you and uh, my friend Dan. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a very uh, erudite discussion tonight. I, I can also not hesitate to say that I think you've been, with all due respect, and I love you, gaslighting, changing the subject. The subject is January 6th and what happened to the United States Capitol and why it happened. Those two things, the fact that the Capitol was targeted and that the prime instigator, the one who unleashed the mob, was the president of the United States. For God's sakes, Sean, Geraldo, you just made an accusation against the capital, the center. We're friends a long time. Wait a minute. You just told me I'm gaslighting. I I accuse the president of the United States. No, no, no. Gaslighting. The president president said that day. Many of you, let me quote him. He said, many of you will now peacefully and patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices will be heard. Now, you say that I'm changing the subject. I am saying that a riot is a riot, and if it's wrong on January 6th, as I believe it is, then the 574 riots that took place that Democrats were silent about, why isn't there a commission on that? We lost 25 people. Thousands of cops were injured. Police stations burned to the ground. Businesses looted and burned to the ground. And we barely heard a peep out of them. I think a riot is a riot, Geraldo. They're comparable to me. You and I stood shoulder to shoulder through that entire period, condemning the rioters, condemning the looting, Where's and the condemning commission? the Democrats for ignoring it. But where is the commission? The president bears the president bears responsibility for Wednesday's attack on Congress by mob rioters. He should have immediately denounced the mob when he saw what was unfolding. That was Kevin McCarthy on January 13th. The mob was fed lies. They were provoked by the president and other powerful people. I understand your position. They tried to use fear and violence to stop a specific proceeding of the riots always wrong, which they did not like. Are riots always wrong? Come on, Sean. How come I'm consistent and I'll condemn riots in whatever form they take? And how come the Democrats were silent? How come they were silent? Kamala Harris was complicit by aiding and assisting the bail bail money raising for people involved in it? I supported President Trump until the period following the election leading up to the despicable events of January 6th. On Fine. January that's, 6th, we brought, he did we bring something you on for your opinion, Dan the American Bongino. people, the world. There you have it. Uh, you know, Sean Hannity and Geraldo going at it. You know, Geraldo, you know, he used to be, I don't know, he's been quite a douchebag for a long time now. But the, the main thing I got out of it is that Geraldo doesn't, he, Geraldo's focused on the talking points. He doesn't care, uh, apparently, about all the shit that happened on the streets of the United States over the summer last year. He goes by the theory of facts getting in the way of a good story. Facts get in the way of a good story. Yeah, that's true. I mean, as you saw in that uh, back and forth between the two, uh, he just sidesteps any questions that Sean Hannity has towards him. And, uh, you know, and the, the, it goes on and basically them questioning Gerardo saying, well, how can you blame the president of the United States when he told people to go over peacefully? How is how can he held be held accountable to the, for that uh, uh, you know a quote unquote insurrection when he's telling people to do things 
peacefully. And, uh, he, you know, Parada wants to hear none of that. It, th- those facts don't matter to him, I guess. And uh, just because uh, McCarthy and some of the other rhino Republicans uh, want to blame Trump, he's just hopping on board. I don't know if Gerardo's just trying to, uh, you know, make sure he's relevant in the news cycle these days or what. But I think Gerardo's uh, wrong in, on every aspect of that. And uh, I, I don't know. Uh, in the comments, uh, we had some comments during that uh, playback. Um, I shot says. Uh, Let's see what iShot says. Just uh, just switch between that, okay? Uh, because they would have to investigate themselves. Uh, plus, they really don't give a shit. This is all a play being produced to strengthen the quote white supremacy BS, and it u- is used to implement some really fucked up things. Want to know what it sounds like for two puppets to argue with each other? Here you go. <laughs> uh, Scooter says uh, if it, over on D Live, if it was an armed surrection. Where's the cachet of weapons on display? And, and I've been saying that for a long time. If it was truly an insurrection, what happened on January 6th would not have ended how it ended. Uh, there had been mass casualties at the Capitol. Uh, thank God that there wasn't. But uh, not only that, you know, a couple of questions I'd love for Pelosi and her committee to answer is knowing if you're in, uh, supposed to be so intelligent and represent our country, and constituents of Americans all across this country, and you knew that the president was going to be out speaking at an event prior to you guys getting together at the Capitol. In your right mind, don't you think you would make sure that the Capitol building where you guys are going to be at is heavily guarded and secured? Why why didn't you have the military show up that day? Why weren't the doors of the Capitol locked? There's a lot of uh, questions that obviously we're not going to have asked of them in that committee because Pelosi has hand cherry picked each and every single one of them. So all you're going to get out of this committee is whatever the left wants you to hear. And uh, you, what, what do you what do uh, the Democrats expect to get out of this quote unquote investigative committee, Perk? I, mean, I think they just want to come find somebody. Is there anything that, that is going to be relative to even spending the cash to be uh, doing this? No, I, I think they're going to spin to get whatever they want to get out of it, out of it, because I think they just want someone to validate what they're saying. And, and whether, and, whether it's actual validation or lies that validate them, they, that's all they want. And, and meanwhile, you know, uh, on the streets of America all last summer, we had riots that caused a hell of a lot more damage. We had, no, we had protests, remember? Oh, yeah, it's peaceful protest. Yeah, peaceful protesting, right? Kind of like the same peaceful protest that Donald Trump asked of his constituents, right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, there was a lot a hell of a lot more people murdered across this country on the streets of America uh, all summer of last year. There was businesses burned to the ground. Uh people shooting others like nonstop throughout the country, but you know, we don't need to investigate that. When are the people in America going to have the cojones to start asking their congressional members, their state representatives to start investigating that shit? Are they just going to turn their back and say, ah, you guys are just fucking the pieces of the, of the chess game, just a bunch of pawns in America. We don't really care what happens to you. You can kill each other off as, long, as all you want, but God forbid you step on our turf. You know, this is we're the kings yeah, of the don't, don't we're the, the kings of the castle, and you are not permitted to enter, even though the Capitol Police 
You've seen countless videos of them coming. Come on, come on in. Let's go. Yeah. Tell me that wasn't set up. Someone tell me, please. Yeah, exactly. I, I shot says, why did the cops open the fucking door for them? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, hell, you would probably have people, you'd have TSA agents probably uh, controlling a crowd better than the Capitol Police did that day. And that, you know, and that's speaking volumes compared, you know, I mean, take a look at who your TSA people are. No, and no disrespect to you, any of you that might be TSA people. I abide by everything you ask and all that, but I'm just saying the levels of, of security is quite different, in my opinion, being a police officer at the Capitol as opposed to the airport. But peaceful, uh, peaceful with fires, uh, Scooter says. Yeah, they, well, you know, Scooter, it wasn't, you know, I was thinking about it and maybe all across America last year, global warming hadn't set in quite enough for the, the, the liberals yet. So maybe they decided to burn buildings down to make it a little bit warmer in their communities. Maybe that's why. I don't know. And they were uh, taking selfies between Capitol cops and protesters. Yeah, the, uh, you know, there's, there's a video out there of the Capitol policemen, uh, you know, taking selfies and stuff. So anyways, um, Geraldo, get a life, my friend. Wasn't he the same guy that on his television show, someone like gave him a, a nice big fat shiner on his television show? Um, oh, he, he suffered and broken nose. Yes. yes. He's also the same guy that gave away our troops positioning by drawing a map in the sand. <sighs> yeah, that's that's uh, a true American there for you. That's Geraldo Rivera, folks. Uh, round of applause. Well, uh, at least he got a couple minutes worth of uh, press, I guess. That's all I can say. Anyways, we're going to... Well, you know, Geraldo's show is just like Maury Povich and Jerry Springer. It was all trash. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Well, I mean, at least, you know, at least Jerry Springer was entertaining. I mean, he was a good... He is a good actor. Give him that. And that's that's all that was, was acting. But who... Mm -hmm. I've spoken with him on different occasions in our hometown, and he's he's a really nice guy. But my question is, who? Why did people really tune into the show? Was it for Jerry Springer, or was it really for Steve? Everybody liked Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Ishot says this is this so-called hearing is nothing but a point in time. They are building that they can point to when they start rounding up people. So you think they're going to start rounding people up? Well, they've already rounded up people. I mean, hell, you have you still have people in jail that uh-huh. uh, entered the White House, uh, in, entered the Capitol building, still, uh, still waiting to have a hearing. So, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to take our last time out. You're listening to the slightly serious show on a Wednesday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. (sighs) All right. Uh, So welcome back to the show. Uh, We got another 20 minutes or so left. Uh, The next story, kind of uh, a little toned down type thing. Um, According to the insider.com, a uh, workman digging a well in a man's backyard discovered $100 million worth of Sapphire clusters. And uh, I don't know. If, nice. I mean, it's pretty and all. I mean, if you take a look at it there. But anyways, uh, this guy, uh, workers digging in a, in a digging a well in the backyard of a Sri Lankan gym trader stumbled upon a two and a half million dollar carrot sapphire cluster, according to BBC on Thursday. The lucky find was made in the southern city of 
Ratnapura, known as Sri Lanka's, quote, city of gems, the cluster named the Serendipity Sapphires a staggering 39 inches long and 28 inches wide. That's pretty fucking big. Anyways, the nation, an English language newspaper in Sri Lanka reported that. Uh, Gamage, a third generation gemstone trader and owner of the stone, told the BBC that it had taken over a year to wash off the 1124 pound cluster. That is one big giant cluster. Oh my God. So, anyways, I uh, went ahead and analyzed it and certified it. Quote The person who was digging the well, uh, the well alerted us about the, some rare stones, Gamage, who declined to give his full name, told the BBC. Later, we stumbled upon the huge specimen. What tipped him off was that the find could be worth an astronomical sum was that high-quality sapphires kept chipping off while he was cleaning impurities off the rock. Experts value the sapphire cluster at up to $100 million. Quote, I have never seen such a large specimen before. <laughs> uh, that's what uh, Gamini Zoisa, a gemologist, told the BBC. This was probably formed around 400 million years ago. And uh, like I said, it's a pretty, uh, pretty amazing find. I mean, that's obviously just one little chunk, little nugget of it. But uh, imagine uh, digging up your backyard and finding that shit. Wouldn't you be, uh, you know, I don't know if you'd want to tell anybody because, you know, uh, the feds would be probably after their tax money soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, anybody, uh, anybody into gemstones or anything like that? I'm not too much into stones or anything like that. Yeah, we like you know? stones. What's uh, what's a fit your favorite? I I there's one stone that we I like uh, jade. I like jade a lot. Yeah, I like emeralds. Emeralds, okay. Uh, Big sexy's a fan uh, a fan of uh, uh, jade and diamonds, of course. <laughs> yeah, honeybee likes diamonds. Uh oh, Big sexy, his ears are ringing. He said, "I said you like two stones, jade and diamonds." Yeah, I came across that story right there in that. That gem right there really costs a fortune. Say that. Say that one more time, Eric. Uh, that, that you know, you know, and I came across that story right there late last night, early this morning, and and I think by looking at that that gem, that w- does indeed cost a fortune. Just that little nugget probably cost a fortune, right? Oh yeah, I but I think it was a lucky find. I can tell. Well, yeah, hell, I wish I could find, I, hell, I, I wish I could find anything. I mean, if I dug up my backyard, the only thing I'd probably find are people that voted last November. <laughs> we dig up our backyard, we're going to find a few cats and dogs. Cats and dogs? Oh, have you gone through cats and yeah, dogs? Well, that's, that's their cemetery. Okay, yeah. How many cats yeah. and dogs? No. Oh, there's three cats and two dogs, but they, let's get this straight. They were all passed. Before they went into the ground. Oh, thank God. I mean, that would be a nightmare. Imagine trying to bury a. Never mind. I don't even want to fathom. That's horrible. Well, that. And and then the sapphire is the September birthstone, too. What what is the December sapphire stone? Uh, Because that's my birthday. Uh, Yours is a turquoise. Mine is an opal. I'm not sure if I like turquoise. Anyways, um, I forgot to uh, go over while Mi was on the show with us as we wished her a happy birthday. I wanted to make mention of who she's sharing birthdays with. Uh, she's sharing birthday mm-hmm. with uh, Lori Laughlin. I think uh, she was one of the accused uh, criminals that uh, basically paid her uh, daughter's uh, way to college and stuff like that earlier this year. Through, through the SAT cheating scandal, yeah. yes. And, um, you know, you know, she was famous on the show Full House. Yeah, she was. She was married to Uncle Jesse, remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uncle Jesse was kind of hot. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I, 
Uh, other uh, people uh, of uh, to be uh, celebrating that uh, me, Lady Me is sharing a birthday is uh, Elizabeth Berkeley. Uh, I have no idea who the hell she is. Uh, act- Jesse on Saved by the Bell. Oh, also no. Is that her? What? Wasn't it? It might be. That's Elizabeth Jesse Berkeley. Jesse on Full House. Elizabeth uh, Berkeley. Oh, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, je- the, the tall, the tall yeah. gal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the curly hair girl. Jesse on Saved by the Bell. Yeah. yeah. I, okay, I remember her. Yeah. I like that show. Uh, also, uh, actress Sally Struthers. She turned 74 today. And... Uh, all in the family. Fun. That she was. And she also appeared as Gloria in Archie Bunker. Did you know that? Oh, oh. Archie. Oh, Archie. <laughs> oh that, that was Jane Stapleton who did Edith. Oh, I didn't know that. That did the Archie. Well, and you had Meathead was on uh, New Girl, which is no longer on TV. Oh, yeah. Oh, and um, singer singer Cher's birthday today. Not the Cher you're thinking of, though. Uh, Cher Lloyd. She turns 28. Uh, Never heard uh, of her. Yeah, me either today. Uh, Apparently, uh, her, quote, X Factor audition was uh, a song, Turn My Swag On. And I'll tell, I'll be the first to tell you, Uh any singer that has the title of Turn My Swag On, I probably don't know who the hell they are. I'm sure my grandkids will be listening to that when they're my right. age. Well, that song was written by uh, oh, yeah. a guy, uh, Soldier Boy, and he's he's another one of them little kids that. Uh, I've heard yeah, that name. He he wrote that song, which surprisingly, it's also his birthday too, as well today. Didn't he write the Superman song too, or something? Yeah, like I that? think I think so. Yeah, we have a we have somebody calling in. Oh, Cummings' culture is gone. What is going on there, oh. Cummings? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome uh, our good friend uh, Cummings' culture and, uh, to the show. What's going on there, uh, Jeremy? Uh, how are things in Alabama? Hey, you know how he was talking about Soldier Boy and that Superman song? Uh, I hear you now. You, you know how Pert was talking about Soldier Boy and that uh, Superman yes. song? <laughs> you know what that means when he says Superman that oh? I have nice. no idea. What the hell does that mean? Well, it means like you put Elmer's glue, but it's the man version of Elmer's glue on a girl's back and you stick the sheets to her. So when she gets out of bed the next morning, she's got a cape. Oh, I've never heard that. Wow. I'm telling you, some of the music uh, these days, it's just uh, way out there, in in my opinion. I mean, listen to half the shit that's out on the radio. I mean, it's god awful. But uh, the people, you know, the the kids of uh, today's generation and stuff like that, they love it for some ungodly reason. I have no idea why. I guess I'm. I guess that's just a sign that I'm getting old. I don't know, man. I can't really say the kids' music is bad now because you go back and you listen to it. You listen to songs that I used to listen to when I was a kid, and I mean, even when you were in your mid twenties, these were songs were popular, like "To the Window," "To the Wall." But it wasn't so much. In, wait a minute, when you were a kid, that was out. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, never mind. He's, he's <laughs> still young. He's in his twenties, Pert. So. He's, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the la- I'm in the last year of my twenties, though. Yeah, but you're still a part of the young generation, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, even, even when yeah. you were a teenager, the songs that were coming out were just crazy. Yeah, when you said when you said that uh, Uncle Jesse was hot, I was sitting there and I said, "Gay." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Uncle Jesse was gay. I don't think so. John Stamos has not come out of the closet, as far as I know. I don't think uh, he's the one Cummings was saying uh, that about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Did you uh, did you also think Archie was hot too with his dad bod? Art, no, no, God no! <laughs> oh my God! Oh hell no! <laughs> no thanks, I'll pass. Give me a beer, James. You made. I said, hold my beer. <laughs> There's no no yeet going to that. That's for damn sure. No yeet. What the yeet. fuck? Oh come on, Cummings! You don't know what yeet is. No, listen, my my sister-in-law has been saying yeet for like two years. And I was like, what in the hell does yeet mean? You want me to tell you what the definition of yeet is? When it's cold outside and your significant other says, turn up the yeet. <laughs> right? You really don't know what it means, Jeremy. No, I have no idea. What, like, I've been wondering this for a while. What What is yeet? It's an exclamation of excitement, you know, approval of something. You know, or someone that's surprised, something like that. You know, something like that. I don't know. It makes absolutely no sense. It's it's the uh, younger generation that just comes up with stupid shit because they're they don't have uh, anything productive going on in their lives. Oh, I got an A on my I got an A on my test. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Now you're getting it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah my common it, core. Yeah, it's just gonna go there. It uh, kind of coincides with common core and. Uh, have you seen the new thing where they're putting the like it's like they got a shot to their arm like they're doing heroin and they go sheesh. Oh yeah, they they might just go yeet after they get their vaccinations too. I don't know. No, 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 no. This is like they're doing heroin. They say it means ice in the in their veins or whatever, but that's stupid. It means heroin. I mean, that's what it meant when I was a teenager and that was only like 10 years ago, so I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Scooter over on D Live says uh, after they get a genital infection they go yeet. I'd be going yeet if I had a genital infection there, uh, Scooter. I, I mean, I don't know if it's a girl. She might say yeet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I know she might be saying something. I don't know. I don't know if it's that. Anyways, um, I guess I'll go ahead and, and uh, bring up the story. Uh, you know, talk a little bit about it because I think it's important for uh, people on Podbean to be uh, aware of. And this is something. Uh, Apparently, there was a show that came on earlier this afternoon, which I don't even remember what the name of it is, but it was very a very disturbing show from what I understand. Uh, did, have you heard about this, Jeremy? <laughs> yeah, I was in there under a different name I because I didn't want anybody. Can you not hear me now? Yeah. He's oh, well, I went in there under like a PBG account because I just wanted to, you know, see what it was about. Yeah. And uh, this dude had this girl riding a freaking Sibian asking, if you don't know what the riding the Sibian is, this, this is like, it's a sex machine. Or, and he would ask her a question and he would turn that thing all the way up and she would be, you know, Cinemax after 1030 making those kind of noises and, you know. It's a very inappropriate type of uh, situation, to be, especially to be airing live and stuff like that. And don't you find it ironic, Jeremy, how, I mean, God forbid conservatives have a voice on any social media platform, but apparently the liberals and, and uh, the left feel that that type of content is appropriate uh, to be putting out across the airwaves, right? Yeah, I went, I mean... I don't know. Like I've seen this stuff. Like I, I got, I was, I was at a house this past weekend and like, it's, this is like, like 
I was surrounded by million dollar homes, okay. right? And okay. I was at my wife's uh, side of the family, and like these people own a bank and stuff, and and they're, they're related to my wife, and we were having a family reunion, and I was talking to the guy, and I was like, "Hey," he goes, "Yeah," I go, "You got that pie?" Because they had their back porch set up with pineapples and their patio, and everything. Like his wife was in love with pineapples, and I was like, "You know what pineapples mean now, right?" And he was like, what? And I was like, if you get certain people come over your house, they're going to think you're a swinger. And he goes, what do you mean? And I had to look it up and show it to him. And his wife absolutely lost it because they have people over their house all the time. And she said somebody two weeks ago was pointing at the pineapples and stuff and making a joke. But these are like 60-year-old people. They had no idea. That's crazy. And and, uh, do you... I don't know. I, it's uh, very disturbing that uh, th- th- that type of content uh, would be played uh, on a podcast. I mean, let alone a podcast. But I mean, I, it's amazing how the social media outlets will censor some stuff, but uh, shit like that, which I think does not belong whatsoever, even being played on a podcast, let alone any other type of media. And it was live. That's very disturbing. And. And I had kids, like, I have kids listen to my show. Like, I, I 100% know I have kids listen to my show. And, like, I know two or three of them have downloaded the Podbean app. And they go in there when it's live because their parents allow them because we live in the same town. And they like to go in there when it's live and see the people chatting and stuff like right. that. And so what if one of those kids were on there? Now I'm going to go out in public probably here in the next few days and somebody's going to say something to me about it. And plus, I'm advertising for Podbean. Let's don't let's don't forget right. that. I'm advertising right. for you. I mean that that's that that's one of the things, and it's like you're going to le- allow that content, but we're having people shut down and censored because they say the elect, you know, the election or the shot or whatever, you know, whatever you want to say, you get shut down for that. But you're going to allow a dude to use a sex machine on a chick live on your platform and that's okay yeah, I, I take serious issue with that and i i hope to yeah. god that podbean take, uh, does something about that i really do because that's very disturbing because th- that that would sound to me like that 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 show may have been in violation of terms of service right there um but i mean i did check out the show that you were talking about jeremy um and i mean it wasn't my cup of tea either and then i saw that they had about like 16 or 17 people in that same live at the same time but I didn't recognize any names in the chat that we would normally see in other shows. Well, hopefully they resolve that. Oh, we I don't have to uh, put up with that kind of crap on uh, any any platform for that matter. I mean, I mean, Jeremy, you were even telling me that uh, some people are even being censored for naming the pillow guy's name. I, I, I can't oh, believe yeah. that. Who, who got shit uh, canned for that? Uh, Gene Ho, me and him were talking about it not too long ago. He got the can over on TikTok for like a few days because he's he said uh, he said his name, and they were like, "No, you can't say his name." And I know people that are getting taken down off Twitter because you even mentioned How, his name. And, and you know what, Jeremy? You, you say Twitter uh, for mentioning his name, and the first thing that comes across my mind is, and, and I don't know if people realize this, but do you guys realize there's like pornography on fucking Twitter? I I, was, I did not know about this until recently. Yeah, unbelievable. Do you follow Eliza Blue on Twitter? I don't know who I follow. I don't follow too many people. You should follow Eliza Blue. She's she's one of the she was sex trafficked. 
And she's like, she's coming out, like telling her story, fighting Twitter every day because there's underage pornography on Twitter and they're not taking it down. Well, well, obviously underage pornography is unacceptable, but even just regular pornography, how, how is it that uh, they allow that on the, on that platform when they know there's children on Twitter? I mean, what, you're going to put a little fucking button that says, Oh, I'm of age. Click. Of course I am. Sure. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like Donald Trump. He's he 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 tweeted mean, so we had to get rid of him. Yeah, but the yeah. the the president of Cuba is allowed. He's censoring the internet and allow, and taking fathers away from their sons at night and killing babies and everything well, and, else because well, the Cuban people want freedom. But that son of a bitch is allowed to be on. Well, Twitter. and he's allowing his government officials to shoot and kill his uh, people in his country. You know the people that. Out protesting, yeah. uh, he's giving the go ahead for his military officers to go ahead and shoot to kill. Well, you know what he's doing at night, though, right? Well, I don't, I don't live with him, so no, I don't. <laughs> at night, at night, he's given the orders to go into homes. They're raiding homes at night, and they're taking, they're literally ripping children, little kids, seven, eight year old little boys, five, six, you know, six months even, away from their dad. Taking the kid, taking the dad, separating them, and then they're going off and they're killing the kid, and then they're shooting the dad, and they're making the dad watch them shoot their kid. And is this documented? I mean, you, hey. yeah, there's people that Twitter has taken down people who are talking about what's going on in Cuba, and it, it's sick. Like mm-hmm. Twitter took down the Maricopa County audit, um, Twitter page. I mean, you know, because God forbid uh, Americans see what's actually happening, what's going down, right? We 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 don't want, we don't agree with transparency in this country anymore. Well, you know, it's done, right? That the audit is done. I I thought it was done like a week or two ago, but they're saying that oh, we won't have the results for you until next month. Now, no, it's I, done. I, it, I, it's I the God, we heard the same rhetoric last month. Oh, we'll have the the the, the results for you next week. Yeah, that came and went. The reports are being finished right now. Let me get your input it's on what you think before anyway. we get out of here. Uh, Mike Lindell's comments as far as, you know, I kind of ripped into him a little bit about how he's going to come out with evidence and the president and the vice president are going to resign. Donald Trump will take over. Um, you know, I kind of like, dude, you got to know that Nancy Pelosi will be next in line to take over. Is anything, gonna, in your opinion, is anything going to come out of this? If he shows, well, I mean, I shared a video on Twitter the other day where the Chinese were openly talking about it. So, I mean, it's not going to take too much proof. But um, well, isn't it far fetched that him claiming, oh, well, Donald Trump will take over? I mean, that's quite. I, I, I don't see how Donald Trump's going to take over. What I'm scared of, and this is what everybody should be scared of, because number one, I don't trust Mark Milley. When Trump said, I grab, grab him by the pussy, he was talking about the time he shook Mark Milley's right. hand. But. I, 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 I'm telling you as, as an honest opinion as I can, if they prove fraud and they prove that it's a hundred percent fraudulent, that Trump won in Arizona, that Trump won in Wisconsin, Trump won in Michigan, Trump won in Georgia. All right. Let's in, say in that. Yeah. In Pennsylvania. Let's just say that, that, that that's the scenario that happens here in the next few okay. weeks. I'm more scared. I'm, I don't think Donald Trump's going to be coming back. But what I'm scared of is 
the military going in and taking over the military take literally taking over the country because that's probably what would happen. And then the Supreme Court says, well, we have to have a new election. And the military says, no, fuck you. We're not having an election. And the U.N. comes in and takes us over. I'm more scared of that than I am of anything. You're really hanging out at that conspiracy campfire, aren't you, Cummins? <laughs> no, I'm not. It's not a conspiracy. I mean, that that it, it's dangerous. I mean, th- this is dangerous. Well, what would I, mean, I, mean, I don't think people realize how dangerous According this to the is. Constitution, Nancy Pelosi would be the president. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I'd, I'd love to have that happen, but, I mean, I could foresee that happening before going out and saying that the U.N. or the military is going to take over. Yeah, I don't think the UN would let the military take over this country, whether we have an elected leader or not. The UN? I don't think that our military would let the UN do it. Who the hell's the UN? The U.S. military. I don't know. I just don't. I just don't trust what's going on right now. I really don't because I'm not being a conspiracy theorist here. I'm scared of a military takeover because I don't think they'll ever give back power. If our military ever took over our government. I'm not sure it would ever be a democratic process. I'm not sure we wouldn't wind up like Cuba. Well, we mentioned uh, that we're getting closer I, and closer to becoming Cuba. I, like I'm, that, I'm, I'm legitimately afraid of that. And I mean, Milley, if you if you look, at, go back and look at Mark Milley's comments when he was talking about you know that Pence and Pence legally could have done this. I, they were talking about Pence sending the electors back to the states and saying, "Hey, we want to make sure everything was okay." He could have legally done that. There, there's been scholars and, and lawyers now that came out and said, yeah, he could have done it, but it would have caused a big stink. Yeah, well, he should have done it. Yeah, he should have done it. But what people, but Millie was saying that day is F them. We're the ones with the guns. If they try this, we'll just use our guns. He's, com- he's, he's got comments out there that he said that. And that, that should terrify people. Uh, Scooter over on D-Live says there's is legal precedence that it could happen but rests with the Supreme Court and will never happen, in his opinion. Well, we're going to uh, wind up. I appreciate your thoughts on on that, uh, yeah. Mr. And uh, we're going to wrap up the show tonight. I appreciate you calling in and being a part of the show, as always. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, other words, in other words, what I mean is it's not happening. Biden's still going to be the president for the next three years because I would rather put up with fuckface Biden than to deal with ice cream Pelosi. So right, anyway. I agree. I, I would uh, rather put up with uh, brain dead Biden over Pelosi or Kamala Harris, to be honest with. You. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, Jeremy. I'll talk to you, my well, friend. Have a good rest of your night, and say hi to the gay frogs for us. Oh, you're welcome. They're, hey, they're all dead. They couldn't right. vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, and I think like another another story um, that I'm sure you probably are aware of slightly. Um, you know, like there's that one viral video that's just really sweeping like the internet to the point that big tech platforms are are you know shutting that one down um, of like Joe and Hunter, yeah. and um, and that really had me thinking. You know, um, you know, and even our good friend Arch from the Free Think Institute is a recovering alcoholic who has dealt with that disease in the past, and you know, and I find it pretty ironic, you know, and, and very unfortunate how you know people who've recovered from addiction or, or, or know people who have and or or few. Uh, th- thank you for, for the lemon, by the Thanks way. The um, you know, like you have like 
people who've legitimately recovered and, and have dealt with it. And it's almost like they get vilified and, and a big slap in the face. And it's like you have the the, heart, the left like celebrating, you know, Hunter and hailing him as a martyr. Like um, it's OK for him to abuse drugs. And, you know, and you have to wonder what is wrong with that picture. Yeah, no, you do. And we'll, we'll continue to keep an eye on that because I think it's important. And whatever happened to the Say No to Drugs campaign, too. Um, maybe we can reach out to Hunter Biden and ask him. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that might be a, a good hashtag trend. I'm going to put in the video chat called "Say No to Drugs." There you go, "Say No to Drugs" and, and all that good stuff. Is that is that, uh, is that uh, basically? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go around the table. Uh, so, so "Say No to Drugs." Get that hashtag going in uh, in line of Hunter Biden. Yeah, uh, Pert. Any- yeah, and in honor of Nancy Reagan too. But I'll leave it at that. And Nancy Reagan as well. Yeah, she was a great gal. I liked her. Heard any last words? Uh, final thoughts on tonight's show? Uh, my final thoughts are: I'm wondering if Cummings and Mike Lindell are one in the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They might have the same amount of hair. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, it's it's always good to hear from Jeremy and uh, Ch- oh, Tommy Chong is what happened. Yeah, okay, Tommy Chong is cool. I like him. He does a lot of drugs. Yeah, but they're legalized drugs now. Anyways, we're going to get the hell mm-hmm. out of here. Uh, Honeybee, I'll go ahead and uh, take a look at that. I know Honeybee had made mention of uh, Ford creating a fragrance designed to smell like gasoline. So we'll kind of maybe we'll look at that. Oh, bring that goodness. to you tomorrow. I mean, hell, gas prices are getting high. So maybe it'd be cheaper to, for you to buy some fragrance to put it in your car. Maybe it'll go a few more miles. Um, and uh, tomorrow we'll, we'll probably talk a little bit more about gas. Uh, something uh, earlier this afternoon bug the hell out of me to my local gas station. But I hope you guys all have a great, fantastic rest of your evening. I appreciate you, each and every one of you dropping by. Uh, you can always drop over to uh, slightlyshow.com. Uh, I think I'll have something drop tomorrow evening. And uh, also follow us over on the Twitter of the Twitter at Slightly Serious. And you can always email us at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com if you have you know any uh, comments, any, I don't know, any suggestions, any topics you'd like to see. Or if we just really piss you off and you want to vent to us, uh, you're more than welcome to email us over there. Appreciate all the love, all the support, the lemons, the diamonds. And also, of course, we always appreciate the beans from our wonderful beaners on Podbean. Until tomorrow night, have a lovely evening, and we'll see you back here tomorrow night. That's right. 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, God bless you, and God bless America. See you later, everybody. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show. <laughs>